From Welcome Villain Films, the studio that brought you the horror hit Malum, as well as Beaten to Death and Hunter Killer, comes their newest nightmare, Mind, Body, Spirit, now available on digital. Directed by Alex Haynes and Matthew Miranda, and produced by Dan Asma, Mind, Body, Spirit follows Anya, an aspiring yoga influencer, as she embarks on a ritual practice left behind by her estranged grandmother. What starts as a spiritual self-help guide quickly evolves into something much more sinister. As Anya becomes increasingly obsessed with the mysterious power of the practice, she unwittingly unleashes an otherworldly entity that begins to take control of her life and her videos. Now, Anya must race to unlock the truth before her descent into madness threatens to consume her mind, body, and spirit. During its festival tour, which stops at Chattanooga Film Festival and the Unnamed Footage Festival, Mind, Body, Spirit garnered praise from critics who call it a found footage version of Hereditary and a knockout found footage horror movie for the live stream era. Experience the first ever yoga-themed found footage horror film and don't miss the film viewers have called extremely frightening and upsetting. Available now on digital anywhere you rent or buy movies online, including Prime Video and Apple Plus. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Don't touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Dread Podcast Network. Hey y'all! <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Girl That Scary. It's your girl, Cat Daddy, and Jazz, the forty-ounce connoisseur. And that was full of suspense. Very suspenseful. <laughs> much suspense. Uh, howdy, friends. Um, it's day umpteen long thousand in uh, the apocalypse. And this week we're talking to you about Midnight Mass. Let's go. Wow, we um we had a stare off because we forgot to say who was gonna call this. We're like ah, ta da! But I am so excited to talk about this little mini series situation. It's on Netflix. It's about seven episodes long, but the episodes are not short. They are like an hour yeah. and some change or something of them. I feel like are a little over an hour might be. But yeah, so you're you're giving out about seven hours of your time if you're going to watch it. Do I think it's worth it? Yes, I do. I feel like um, this movie is the religious cousin of Salem's Lot. And I love Salem's Lot. Yes. I love Salem's Lot. So that's why I like this movie because I love Salem's Lot. I feel like it gives a very, very, mm, the vibes are so much like this. Yes. And I like it very much. That's why. And it still has to tell its own story. The characters are different. They have their own thing. They are expanded on. I like them. Yes. What a way to lure in people who, who have probably not pressed play on this. And this is in their Netflix queue if they're still giving Netflix money. Unfortunately, it's me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and trying to figure out, hmm, should I press play? Yes. Um, and then also, if you've never seen Salem's Lot, you should definitely press play on that. I know we covered the first one. We didn't do the second one. I no, feel like we did we not. I, watched I know it's shaky as a bitch, but I feel like we should. Uh, I'll do it, but Discussion. I won't be happy about it. Um, <laughs> 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 my hands and my hips pissed. <laughs> um, but I think Salem's Lot is on Tubi the last time yeah. I checked. She's been shaking and, and moving in these streets. Yeah, so if you can't catch her, catch her. She's a good time. The book is a good time as well. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it's trigger warning uh, for like uh, homophobic slurs and all yeah. kinds of just out of nowhere for no reason. But wouldn't that, I mean, it's, it's just like that author all the time. You know, sometimes you get a little up. 
Okay. Sometimes you get a little uh, homophobia from Mr. King, and then sometimes you get a little, you know, racism just sprinkled on top like parsley. You know how that goes, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but this uh, series is definitely worth your time. Um, I'm here to say because I've been doing, I've been, I've been having my lips buttoned up. Uh, because I wanted to talk about this with Jazz before, like, as soon as we hit motherfucking record, because I knew it. I messaged Jasmine, uh, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, and before we spoil it, burn, 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 just go ahead and press play on it, that's all I'm gonna tell you. good, worth it, good time. Quick overview, there's a guy... He goes through a really traumatic thing. He causes a really big traumatic thing to happen. Uh, He goes to prison, comes out of prison, returns home, and realizes life back home in an island off of the land somewhere of the still the United States, which is on an island. Um, Life ain't ain't what it it's all cracked up to be, and that's the best way I can put it. Um, And then like. Try to sprinkle some religion, but actually, like it kind of the cap comes off, and then you, you, you scoop the uh, you scoop all the contents back of the cap in the bottle. That's pretty much that, <laughs> and then with an asterisk with other stuff. I can't tell you what the other stuff is because you have to press play, and that's the best way I can describe it. <laughs> okay, wow, and it is a slow burn, so you're gonna get it's a like if you don't like dramas and dialogues and monologues and shit. This is not going to be... You You might not like it as much. I'm just going to forewarn you. I do like that shit. I was having a good time. I think for me, some parts that were like not off-putting, but just had me like, woo, child. Like, I know that we have to give the dialogue because there are a lot of scenes that take place um, inside of the church. So a lot of sermons. Mm-hmm. Um, and sermons can be short. They can be very lengthy. And a lot of these uh, services are being held on, like, prominent religious days. So, God damn it, we're going to be in here for a long time. Like, so I'm just sitting here like, okay. <laughs> I, I see you, Mr. Flanagan. You trying to make us feel like we in the pew. And I need y'all to wrap it up. Yeah, nah, I no need offense, to wrap it up. but I need y'all to wrap it up. We got to hit the wrap it up button. I just <laughs> sit it on the table. And also, Please. right... Here's the pinpoints for me, because we already said spoiler. I honestly knew by the end of episode one, this was very much a vampire or a demon related situation. I hit up Jazz immediately. I said, I know you're not about to tell me what this show is about, but I think it's about either vampires or demons. She was like, all right, have a great day. (laughs) (laughs) Immediately, vampires, demons. It's going to get super, I felt like it was going to get super religious really quick to the point where it's going to give me cult. And God damn it, I got all those things. I'm excited. Man, let me tell you something. This one got intricate. And I like, like I said, I like a slow burn. But when I say I like a slow burn, the burn got to be on incinerate. And this end, dude, and literally, and literally go to incinerate at the end. And it is worth it. Um, I need y'all to know that this one, it almost made me cry in some parts. Oh. Um, some parts. Shout out to you, because you know what? For once, I did not cry. I think I was just sitting there like, all right. Oh my God. All right. Um, what I did not do and what I probably should have done, well, backing up. So each episode, like Jazz said, there's seven episodes. Um, and each episode title is based off of a chapter in the Bible. So you have book one of Genesis, book two, Psalms, Proverbs, that's book three, cha- episode four, book four, Lamentations. Um, and then book five, Gospel. Well, that's not, you know, a chapter, but it's Gospel. Yeah. And then you have book six, which is Act of the Apostles. And then we back at book seven with Revelation. Soon as I saw the shit was tire- entitled Revelation, doom! Doom. Book of Revelation, chapter 7. He made it. I was like, okay. So, why can't Kurt Franklin stop playing in my head every time I see the word revelation? What? That's literally it. When I see revelation, even though it's a whole chapter in the Bible, right? I'm just like, book of revelations. I just start going, okay, well, you know, we just bought the. Oh, my gosh. 
This is so funny. I don't know why that's so funny. And then every time you say that, I just, oh, and I'm crying because, like, the book of Revelations, first of all, right, like, not, I am a human who has taken time. I'm pretty sure you have reading it from cover to cover, whether you were doing it by force. By force. Oh. A lot of times, like, they gave me the kitty Bible with the pictures in it. Oh, I had that, my first Bible, the gold one. Mine was purple. It was real thick. That, oh. that jig, mm, so, it, it was something about when people died and stuff. I was like, oh, whoa. This jig was, oh, okay. You start seeing the rain and the fire. I said, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah, this is meteors and shit. Oh, everybody drink. Oh, There's damn. Lava everywhere. Oh. <laughs> it's kind of wild. Fire and brimstone is what they is talking about, bitch. They not playing. Watching them niggas turn to salt. That's wild. Like, I'm just like, oh, um, you know, I have thoughts and I'm a, I'm a head them thoughts sometime, you know, off the screen, but I'm just like, you know, analyzing these stories and I'm like, this shit is crazy. And the fact that this is what you decided to name your episodes off of, um, especially with Genesis being at the first chapter, mm-hmm. the very first one. And I said, okay, here we go. And then we're ending with Revelation. So. <laughs> it's going left. I knew it was going left from here were the sprinkle for me. When you see that giant crate, because there's a main story going on. We're following Riley, y'all. Mm-hmm. Riley is this young man. He's looking like he's out here doing wild shit. He's yeah. not on the island anymore. He's no. on the mainland. He made money. He, he was like a... Um... You know, doing startups, like, make you know, getting yeah. funds. He was out here making money. Yeah. Okay? I don't know what they be doing them digital monies and startups, but he had bread. And he was He was wilding. cutting up. He probably yeah, he got was. a fortune or something. Oh, God. Not a fortune. Yeah. Well, either way, he was cutting like up because... Account. Oh, God. He got drunk. Mm-hmm. And he killed a, a teenage girl. And he lost pretty much everything. Had to go to jail. And as he, he should. Yeah, and he felt so guilty and he, the ghost was haunting him. That ghost looked scary as a bitch. The lights were really out of control Mm-mm. because I I, I I like the creative way to not show like all the blood and gore but also showing all the blood. Like you're literally seeing what happened to this body but then like the cop lights are through the the holy parts or the parts that were really destroyed so it looks like it's lit up like a goddamn lantern i'm like Ooh, oh like a christmas tree right and it's like oh sparkly but it reminded me of uh, random acts of violence <gasps> oh spoiler alert for that and i was like oh okay all right so um yeah riley goes to prison and then he eventually gets out of prison and he returns home to basically Crockett Island. Um, but they call it Crockpot because it's a mix of people. I want you to know that's a red fucking flag right there. Mm. I knew when people started saying that little jokey line, like, yeah, this is what we're known for. We're like a really like a, a mixing pot of people. It's somebody about to be racist as shit. If oh. not everybody being racist. And that's exactly what happened. Well... It's an island of about 125 people. It's a real small town. Like, everybody knows everybody. And the island used to be real booming back in the back, back. Like, it was a really popular, like, fishing place, you know, with like, because, you know, prior to a spill, which happened while uh, Riley was away in the prisons. I don't, it was an oil spill or a gas spill? It was an oil spill because they, you know, it's an island. They do fishing and shit. Mm-hmm. And that fucked up the fish and, the, you know, their supply. So that really uh, got everybody fucked up. And I learned, you know, upon second watch that Beverly King bitch ass is the one who was like, oh, y'all should just set up with the oil company, whatever. So, and then, you know, they about to get the money to the church. So she like, mm-hmm, yeah, let me drain this money. <sighs> she is. Mm. Okay, I have many thoughts about Beverly, but I can say that she is a true villain. She plays villain well. She's very, she uses that privilege, baby, and she goes to work. And I wanted to punch her through the television screen. Oh, my God. There were a couple times where I was like, bruh. (laughs) She playing in your face. (laughs) 
bruh. Somebody gotta slap her, please. Bruh, I want to fight her almost more than I want to fight Rose from Get Out. I was like, God damn. If I see her, I would like to slap her blind. But you can't do that because that is a character. She isn't doing her job and she did a damn good job. Oh, not the actual, yeah, uh, not the lady. I would but be the like, Bev, mm-hmm. and then in the, in the show, I wish I could really reach it. I just, she was the worst kind of person ever. Um, and she was very smug about it. She was like aggressively passive aggressive or she was politely aggressive. Yeah. You know those types. Yeah. And I was like, bitch. <laughs> All I could do was chuckle. I feel so bad. She was playing right in the detective's face, bro. She was playing in his face, Sheriff Hassan. And I was like, I need you to stop. Bruh. I feel like. Once cage match I would like to see is Bev Keen, Margaret White, and Miss Carmody from The Mist. What if all three of these motherfuckers in a cage, right? And okay. they squaring up. Or what if they all three team up? If they all, what if all three of them are in the same pew? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, shout out to you giving this trifecta of chaos. I'm going with Margaret White. She beat everybody and she's gonna start stabbing motherfuckers. Margaret has uh been in the streets a bit longer and I'm really just like if we're just saying that these people just have endless uh lives, they still with us. So then, you know, Margaret has been in the streets longer. I'm giving it to Margaret. She mm-hmm. OG and I feel like she about to outsmart all the hoes mm-hmm. and trap them with biblical words and violence. I don't know. Beth might be like she might be like, You think I need to be the holy one. I and the whole they gonna be competing. You know who's about to actually whoop all their ass, Maud. Maud is literally gonna. They're gonna wake up and they're gonna be covered in acetone, <laughs> and she's gonna just have a match and be like, "We're God, we're going to Jesus. We're going home. We're going. <laughs> just oh shit, on. we're going home." And that was me at the end of the season too. I just want to let you know. I was like, "Oh shit!" Ooh, okay. So <clears throat> Riley comes home, y'all. And, of course, a part of his, um, you know, being able to be released from prison, mm-hmm. he has to go to AA meetings. So, he has to go out there. You know, he's got to get them hours in. He goes, takes a trip into, uh, onto the mainland once a week. And, you know, the man got to stamp his paper, you know, to give him the little stanky eye. And, you know, he's sad. He got his head down, you know, because everybody knows what you done did. You know, you killed someone. You are very, he's very remorseful. He also, while he was in prison, he spent a lot of time trying to find God air quotes, mm-hmm. um, study all kinds of different religions, read up on different things, tried to be well-versed on stuff, just, you know, trying to use the best of his time. Um, and ultimately decided that, yeah, fuck all that. I'm an atheist. Wow. I'm yep. just going to be out here just doing, doing me. I'm out here. Gang, gang. Yes. I would also like to note that Riley has a face of someone who looks like they're always screaming internally. Yes. Like, he always looks like <laughs> he is having a crisis on the inside. He, I'm like, if he's, I think I've seen him smile. All right, goddamn. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Oh, my gosh. I think I've seen him smile maybe <laughs> twice, maybe. He just always looks like his world is literally crumbling on the inside. And it probably is, but he is just like, oh, my gosh. Acting. His face is. He looks very sad. He looks like he needs an adult at all times. I wonder if they made him, like, watch sad movies before coming on the show. I would do that. I would be like, oh. I don't know what would be my sad movie of choice. There's so many beaches. Hardball. Oh, oh, Lord. That got me. Girl. The fact that I went with beaches and you went with hardball, and I'm a fan of both, but I'm crying at the... Bitch, I was still like, no, not you. Also, the Harbaugh soundtrack, fire. Okay. That was a good time. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Let me get off topic. Do not care. Me not care. Um, So, Riley's going through it once again. And now, right, boom, in the midst of all this, we have the Monsignor. And Monsignor is not like the Monsignor from, you know, uh, what's them people call American Horror Story. He's not like him. He's not cutting up, and he's not like the one from the de- what is it, the Devils? Yes. No. No. Not. Not. No. Not like that. But no, he was Grand Jib, but not like no Grand Jib was wilding. Yeah. Right. Shake that monkey. So um, <laughs> no, he was having sex with teenagers. 
No, but he was wilding. I yeah. said shake that monkey, period. Because they was shaking that monkey. Now I'm the, thinking about the Wicker Man. I Shout out to um, the, our friends over at the pod, Mortem, because I... Please. I am so happy that they recently, by the time y'all hear this, had covered... Um, the Wicker Man, the 1970s one. And I just, it's such a good time. It is. That soundtrack is chef's kiss. Um, <clears throat> but yes, Father Hall. Is yes. that his name? Okay, well. Father Paul. Yes, Father Paul. This man has so many names. The point is, because right, he's, he's 50 different people. He's a scammer. He's a double agent. He he's is. A he is all, <laughs> he is all of the above. He is literally the letter, what is it, A, B, C, D. E and E for everything. When you gotta select that one because it's literally all of the above, that's what you have to select for this young man because he's out here giving the word, he's giving the gospel, but you find out that he's 50 different niggas at the same time because he done went on a trip back to Jerusalem, you know, so he can go ahead and, you know, get into the word and stuff. But at the time, his real self, his current self, he's 80 years old, he's got dementia, he's going through it. He accidentally wandered away from the group into... The desert. I don't know how the hell he made it. He don't know how he made it. And we learned this about three to four episodes in. Because by now the shit is brazy. But this is a part of the story. So he wanders into the desert. And the desert got all kinds of storms and shit. His little hat. <laughs> I don't even know how the hat was staying on that head, Lord. I was like, Barely. this motherfucker. <laughs> but he was getting through the storm. And he gets into, he sees like, like, you know... Like an entryway. And I was uh, like, nah, okay. cause I, I'm not even going to hold you. I was like, this is Emotep's house. That's what I was thinking. But then Tampoline. he did a lean. Yep, he just walked. Well, if this is kind of where we at on the map. All right, bruh. Okay. Okay, because I was thinking, I said, okay, this is where we are on the map. This is, you know, in the deserts. I don't know. You it's are a hot at, tundra. We let's not talk about what I got in geography, okay? Okay, but also I know that all these biblical places are kind of in the same neighborhood. So, I, historical people out there, go ahead and tap in. So you know, um, <laughs> people who can read maps, I cannot. <laughs> people I cannot. with twenty twenty vision, not me. Tap oh in. Oh my god. Um, and so he goes into the cave. And it's getting real serious. He got a pack of matches. And I don't know how the hell. All his clothes is untattered. He just covered in dust and sand. And he get in there. And you just see some eyes. Like a glowing pair of eyes staring in the distance. Not breaking eye contact. Just staring. Oh, baby, fuck no. This motherfucker. He's trying to light. And every time he lights and strikes a new match. Of course, you know, the eyes getting closer and you sitting there like, please. In my mind, I don't know why he wasn't walking backwards towards the, like, you know, just because you got your eyes on the motherfucker in the front. You walk backwards, right, towards the entryway because it's behind you. You didn't come. You just need to be sitting in the entry in the in the entryway. You don't got to go all the way in. Why do people want to venture in? Why can't they just sit in the front and then just keep their eyes on the darkness? I thought about this in Resident Evil when they went back there and opened up the damn hive. Why you got to go down there and open up that hive, bro? You ain't got to do none of them shits. You could just... What is the reason? Everybody who down there is just down there, dog. <sighs> That's it. Like, just accept it. Like, okay, you can, you know, take... uh, You know, sit up here and, and hide in here for a little bit to get away from the sandstorm. I get it. But you ain't got to go all the way deep down in the catacombs, baby. It's not safe. It's not safe. So, and you find out why it's not safe. Because, boom, he perceives... This beautiful Squidward wing creature <laughs> to be, bitch, to be an angel. Because at this point, he has been knocked to the ground. This motherfucker then fed on it. And I knew this is when it was solidified by me. Because the, the hints were there was a random crate dropped off on the docks. We see the crate later. It's got a big, it's big as hell. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah, like Dracula. Got, I Dracula said, all shit. right now. And it's Listen. got a black liquid. I said, somebody's a vampire. I don't know who it is, but I smell vampires. Sign, line up, bitch. Because I, I need to know who it is. Is it you? And then we find out, yes, it was, but no, it not. But yes, it was. But it's just so worse because not only is he a vampire because he got attacked by something he's. I want y'all to stop calling. They try to call them. They are angels. I'm like, girl, if that's what we call it, empires, I have ascended to the next level. Because what's going on? He, first of all, I don't know why he decided that that was, oh, this is an angel. What, what made you think that? Why would it attack you? He was on holy land. 
He saw a well. halo around his head because he's not thinking. Of course, you know, he's not in the right mind state. I would have thought that the mind state would have changed because what we later find out what the blood, you know, or what we already know what lore says about vampire blood, period. It usually restores. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when people have like different kind of injuries and things. You regenerate. Um, right, exactly. It kind of reverses. Optimal self. It, yes. Now, this is, I love that it made them like more youthful. Because sometimes you're when you you know become a vampire, vampire. I'm crying. I've been watching way too much True Blood in my life. Um, <laughs> well, I can't wait to be covered True Blood. Oh, when, yes. Um, when you become a vampire, you're usually very much frozen in time, whatever age you are. Um, which also is crazy when we get to have like that fun, you know, that fun thing where you start to play around with the lore and it starts, you know, being able to reverse things and you know, change stuff. But this, the way this vampire lore, it was getting kind of wild. Like, it was erasing shit. You know, like, it's a trigger warning. It made a whole baby fucking vanish. Mm. Aaron's baby. Aaron, was when we finally oh, introduced yeah. to Aaron and Riley, and they was old, like, sweethearts, and Aaron ran away when they was the young warthogs, and she came back to the island. She a teacher now. And, you know, she didn't call it pregnant, but she didn't ran away from whoever the baby father was because she was like, girl, I can't do this. I very much feel like it was an abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. She just wasn't with it. Come back to the island. And, you know, the way... Ugh. I, I gotta sit down because I'm jumping all over the place. Um, Let's talk about how... How this whole play on religion... And spreading the gospel. And I love playing on words because I wrote something in my notes. I'm like, spreading the gospel is equal to spreading vampirism. Um, is gospel vampirism. Because they start talking about that later in the season. Because you realize that first, right, there's this whole emphasis around pe- getting people in the community to be more involved in the church. It's a very small community. And they start dragging people for not coming on rec you know come only coming on prominent days and not regular regular days and i'm like damn it's getting a little invasive like damn you know the the preacher guy he got balls but also he gonna need to back up off me and mind your business like maybe i gotta go to work yeah he talking cash god know your heart right you know but he's like that's not enough that's not enough because as we see the the sermons get more and more aggressive Cause yeah. it's like, oh yeah, come on, and more people are showing up, and oh yeah, y'all need to pull up, and then it turns into, we are an army for the Lord. Do you understand me? Okay, our Bibles. And we church, are TTG. Okay, TTG we, for the Lord. TTG for the Lord. We are crunk for Jesus. We are <laughs> in here. Okay, crunk we, for Jesus. We will square up. Square for the Lord. That's very much how they were operating. And also, it was getting really scary, which yeah. when I knew immediately, it's going to give cult. And oh boy, it did. Like, it, it it very much turned up. Like, of course, you see more and more people attending the different services. And we get to see the different characters in the show and their interactions with um, faith and spirituality and what guides them and all their demons and how they, you know, manage to get through the trials and tribulations, their independent trials and tribulations on top of the horrific things that are unfolding on this island. Um, it just, it's just, girl, it's a lot. So, um, let's get back to Riley. And Riley is just out here. He's kicking it with Aaron He's really feeling her. He's trying to help her out. He wants to be more than a friend, but also he's just like trying to get his shit together on the island. Like I, I'm Riley's um the way his character played out his story. I was sad to see him go like that, but also I was like, damn, it was a good move to uh move his story in that direction. They pulled our heartstrings and then still made him like a decent character. Even if he was trying to redeem himself the whole time, he was doing all that fuck shit. And even though he was the person who did not have faith, he was still trying to try to do the right thing. Because, of course, he stuck with um, Father Paul. And he's like, bro, I don't really trust you. Something, Something's not up with you. Something's oh, because he right. lied to him. Yes. And he was like, 
Because they, you know, Joe Cawley, who's a town drunk, and that's also the reason why Lisa, who's the mayor's daughter, can't walk right now. Uh, she's in a wheelchair because he accidentally shot her. So, you know, everybody hating on him. He guilt, like, feels guilty about that. Also, Beverly King fucking killed his dog. We know she did it. We know that bitch guilty. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. She's trying to go hand to with all that rat poison. Why would you do that? Why, why are you just pouring rat poison outside? Like, that's dumb. Like... I, but that she ain't just stopped there, and I knew she wasn't going to. Literally, by episode two, I in my mind I was like, I wonder if this, and then that happened. I was like, and I wonder if, oh, 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 oh. Beverly is probably one of the best villains I've seen in a while. She's, yeah. I hate her, but mm, you know what? The shit she does, the way she turns shit up. Mm. Wow. She's very manipulative. She yes. loves, like, the way she plays with words and riles the crowd up. Like, they really play on, like, religion and, you know, people and different leaders in the religious community and how easy it is to be, you know, swept up yes. by a message, whether it's full of positivity um, or maybe it's dressed up as something else. Like, it's it's a lot. Like, if you want to put your tinfoil hat on, girl, this is it. Listen, because I'm like, no, they they definitely use religion to do their selfish bidding. Because as we get through everything, as we follow Riley, he's going to these meetings. He find out that he's being lied to about what the fuck is going on. Because mm. Lisa stood up and walked, and he's like, "How the fuck did you know? Like this, this shit, the math is not mathing, my nigga. Like I need to understand." Then also Mildred, who is Doctor Gun um Gunning, is her name? I think uh, she, Sarah. Sarah Sarah Gunner Sarah's mama. Dr. Oh, Sarah, that's yes. what I wrote. Dr. Sarah. Her mama had dementia, and, like, after seeing Father Paul, now she a younger and motherfucking younger. That bitch was fucking 85, and now all the motherfucking sudden she's 40. How? How? Dr. Paul seeing her, what, like, once a week? Or, excuse me, um, what is that? Reverend Paul? Whatever, I'm calling Reverend Paul. Mr. Reverend Paul. Reverend Paul. Father Paul. Mr. Paul. Please. <laughs> Pete. Okay. Father Paul. <laughs> <laughs> y'all can't definitely y'all looked up like mm. Father Paul was visiting her mama at least like once or twice a week trying to give her communion they the emphasis on the communion every time they passed around that damn cup I just kept thinking something bad is gonna happen I don't know what it is I don't know where it is also y'all doing this pandemic I know we're not supposed to be doing this in the show. Like, the panties not supposed to be happening, but I'm just like, I ain't seen nobody wipe the cup, Lord. Mm-mm, What's going on? That's nasty. I just had a couple questions. Um, <laughs> that's so nasty, bro. Like, just, I got some disposable cups. Yeah, I just, the waterfall. you know. The water, waterfall, yes. Could you imagine? Somebody <laughs> <laughs> yeah, doing the waterfall. <laughs> Get out on me, fit. Just <laughs> not at the church. Not at the Catch him Oops. <laughs> now you driving the fucking boat at the altar on Sunday. Now. <laughs> Who's screaming? Bitch, you got to put a little napkin on when you get up to the pew. Be like, huh? Oh, no. They got to drip a little church towel over you. Know, you you got to keep your eye open. Pass out and they just throw the little towel over top of them. You know, they, get, they got a towel back there. They got some napkins and shit. <laughs> Is that the little sweat towel? Just There's a sweat towel, but then they have like the little the fabric. Oh, I don't woo. Just it's like, like a little. A blanket just out of the way. Got to cover them up. Oh, man. <laughs> Okay. Wow. But yes, uh, (laughs) the church is turned up. They use religion to do all this fucked up shit and they're getting away with it. And even when the people are questioning them, the way that their word is being twisted because they're thinking, well, in the Bible, this happened and this happened. So it's really all right that I, you know, I don't even feel guilty that I mean, I murdered a man, but I mean, whatever. Didn't you murder a man? Shut your ass up. I know I murdered somebody. What are you doing, man? Okay. So the point where I will say that this overall story took so many left turns. I feel like we just ended up kept spinning in circles and we flew away. Like, that's literally... No! <laughs> we turned to a rocket and just... Pew. Remember that little rocket fairy thing where you pull a string and she just spins in the air? <laughs> that was you. Poop. You just flew into the air to start spinning. Oh my that's God. what you're doing. When you, because, first of all, okay, we get with... You find out what father um, Paul really got going on. Because he comes in and introduces himself to the congregation as one person, like a replacement. 
But then you see, like, as time goes on, like, he's doing his confession. He's like, I have to lie to them, God. Like, I have to do this because they're not going to be ready for what I have to show them. And then we see, like, we go on this ride of, like, he's on, like, this thirst for power and knowledge. And it's all, like Jazz said, under the guise of, like, trying to spread the word and trying to spread the gospel when actually they're actually just spreading the one of the greatest greatest viruses out there vampirism and just really out here just trying to get the girls to be a part of the vampire game but they're in the religious sect of vampires but they're like extreme religious sect vampires so it's not even fun over there like if you was really trying to go to bible study and shit with them like they would make bible study weird like they would just you know probably go left because father paul really just you know was trying to use the vampirism <laughs> to get his bitch back. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know I'm going to get my bitch back. Ooh. I was like, hey, young. He did all of this to like lead and shepherd his flock of people at the church in a certain direction and manipulate them. Because uh, with Bev, I think Bev gassed it up. Yes, Because that did. was th- probably not always his goal. But Bev is in the corner like, like a little motherfucker bird and shit. Just on his corner, just yeeping and yapping and shit, trying to manipulate everyone to hurt, to get her, them to do her, excuse me, get folks to do her bidding. Woo, that was whooping my ass. I had to slow it down. Um, however, you know, he was really trying to get his bitch back. He got, uh, what's it, Dr. Sarah? Dr. Sarah is actually father, the father's daughter because he got the mama pregnant as like they was like a little side secret love, secret love, sneaky link. Yes, they was out here linking up and shit. And I was crying because this scene where they're connecting and she's realizing what he's done because she's starting to get her memory back. You know, people people slowly start to realize she looks younger, she looks better, but nobody's really asking questions because they're looking at it as miracles. And let me put a peg in: no one's asking questions because they're looking at it as miracles. We're gonna come back to that. Um, so when we see, like, she goes, she attends one of the services, the midnight service, when we get the midnight mass, and that's when it really confirms, I said, oh, yeah. I literally said in my mind, something to do with religion, somebody's a vampire, we're going to probably have church at night. And that's exactly happened. And I'm excited for that. That's okay. One, two, three, four. One, two, step. That's just all I... Rock it, though. Stop. Hey, hey, hey. I just need something to make sense. Just boop, boop. Um... She says to Sarah when she walks out of the church after the, the uh, what is that? Paul says out, Father Paul says to the congregation, you know, like Jazz said, we are talking this bitch for the Lord. We pull up and go tanks with We are God's soldiers. And gang, she, gang. And mama is looking up at him like, lay down. Mm, exactly. And, and it was a real uncomfortable, it was getting real yeah, people aggressive. were looking around and pulling their collar. They was like, bitch, I don't really. All right now, it's getting tense up in here. Um, but when she walks out of the church doors and she's stepping down the front step and she's walking real fast, she's got her scarf on, dress is flapping. Yes. And she's like, Sarah, we're not coming back. That is not my church. That is not the man I know. I'm out of here. And Sarah's like, oh, like it's one of those, like, oh, scandalous. So we found out later, of course, you know, my man Paul is drunk with power and, you know, he's really Sarah's daddy and he did all this to get Sarah's mama back. And when she's having this conversation with him and she's like, girl, we were a moment in time, bitch. Okay. My man came back from the war. I am not doing this to him. I'm not doing this, period. You should remain in your lane, and I'm going to remain over here. And we not finna ruin everybody's lives. We're going to take this to the grave. Yep. And, you know, he can't hold water. Now, I do like that they had, you know, were able to come together as a family in the end. But After also, tragedy. That's really what that is. It's just like, all right, well, I guess. None I mean, why not at this point? None of this would have happened if you... Pruitt didn't want to come in here pretend to be motherfucking Father Paul with a whole fucking vampire angel in your backpack. Like, what are trying to get your fucking baby mama back? Like, this is too much. No one fucking asked for that. Then when Riley caught your motherfucking ass, he caught you and the angel, and the angel bit his neck up, and then he got turned too quick by accident. They weren't really trying to turn his ass, like, right there. And he was like, oh, man. He, in his mind, he was like, I already know what I'm about to do. 
and he's tied like hiding around in the shadows because he can't get in the sunlight. Mm-hmm. He ro- him and Aaron Rod to the boat, and he's like, "Look, I'm about to tell you the whole truth, right? You go, you, it's gonna be wild as a bitch." And he literally spills all the beans. He says, "Bitch." Um, Father Paul is not Father Paul. Uh-oh. It's a big ass creature, nigga. That nigga beat my ass and broke my neck. Beverly Keen know what's going on. Everybody killed Joe Collie because Joe Collie's sister fucking dead. I came back. I can't go in the sun and shit is all fucked up. They yep. gonna spread it everywhere, bruh. No, they're trying to, you gotta get back there. You gotta save everybody or you gotta fucking run, bro. Let's and, go. and guess what? I love you. And she's like, oh my God, yeah, I love you. Oh my God. And he turns into ashes. He could literally combust in front of her. That scene was fucked up. Yeah. And then I like how, because they had, Aaron and Riley had a previous conversation about their views on death. There's a lot, death is a very big topic mm-hmm. um, in this series period. Um, throughout various characters, they all have their own, how they deal with death, how they view death, and um, possible reincarnation or what happens in the afterlife. It's a yeah. lot of conversation around that. And that happens to be the focal point of Aaron and Riley's conversation um, a few nights prior to his disappearance. Um, and so he's recalling that because how he explains he would, he perceives his final moments to be like an LSD moment. You know, when you die, like you have one big, like, boom, this is what's happening. And then it's like nothing. And that's it forever. Um, so you get like one last head, like, hurrah, and then that's it. And then Aaron's viewpoint is like, nah, bro, like, they about to have the trumpets out here for me, girl. They're going to be like, bitch, I'm about to, you know, get my best outfit on. I'm going to be <laughs> yes, living my life outfit. in internal happiness. Like, that's what life looks like for me. Um, and so when Riley combusts because he met the son um, and creates this super traumatic uh, event for Aaron and really... Uh, <laughs> starts is the catalyst for all the shit that happens like in the next 12 hours it's like whoa this is what's really happening in the next 12 24 hours actually all right um and so he you know he sees like what he ends up seeing he's having a conversation with her he's on a little boat he sees first of all he has deja vu his dreams are like a lot of foreshadowing so just Mm -hmm. give you a heads up for that a lot of things that Riley sees in his dreams ends up coming true, whether it's like the blood around the doorway of the church or, you know, him seeing or meeting the sun. It's just, mm, I just thought that it was pretty cool that we had this lead character. We see it done a couple times, you know, often in horror movies and shows and all kinds of fun stuff. But the lead character that we're following dies way before the the show was over. So I'm just like, oh, all right, so he did. Like, he did it. He's not coming back. That's real finite. So how the fuck is this going to end? And boy, oh boy, like, it gets super cold, y'all. They get up in that church. First of all, they have the power go out. It's real dramatic. Like, cut the phone line. Cut the, the ferry's gone. Boat's gone. Everything's gone. Also, mm. I want you to know, before they even had it, Annie, Riley, Daddy, ex, uh, she was like, Aaron, where, where's Riley? And Aaron told her the truth. She was like, he's dead. Bruh. Oh, that scene. Annie pushed that bitch. She was like, why would you do that? We've uh, always been nice to you. Why would you say a thing like that? And, and she's like, get out. Get, get, like, get away from here. And I mean, Aaron is just like, I, he, okay. But girl, he's dead. He is ashes in a boat. He's in the cosmos now. Ma'am. He was. He definitely was. And that's where he chose to be because the motherfuckers turned him into a vampire and he was pissed. He All did because not he accidentally that. walked past because he was like, I'm about to confront you about this lie. Where is Joe Colley, bro? What did you do with him? Why would you lie about it, bro? I mean, so... Before I get into the final thing, backing mm-hmm. up to beautiful Squidward, the oh, vampire, gosh. Um, that they keep trying to refer to as an alien, uh, uh, angel, excuse me. I feel like he had the robe on, bro. I really feel like okay, this character could actually be an angel, or this character, like I said, is a scammer and told y'all slash made y'all want to believe 
oh my gosh, this is an angel. And actually, this motherfucker is like, girl, this is just where I live. Uh, I just be hanging out here because who's going to check for me in a fucking desert storm? And I just live here temporarily because you see that motherfucking ant just flying off to the next place it's going to go to, wherever that is. Because you don't know if it's a creature, you don't know if it's an angel, you don't know if it's just a vampire, you don't know if it's a god like or a demigod, you don't know entity. It's just this thing that we found in the caves of the Holy Land. And then you brought it back! I was like, Lord, I know this is vampirism. 305. This is next Th- level. This is not even 101. This is literally because... This is the junior level class. Yeah, because usually the person that brings it back, or they send themselves. Usually mm-hmm. they, they send themselves in the packages and are, t- are going on the long trips overseas. This person was brought back or bo- like bribed and convinced to f- come back ashore with them. Bribed, air quotes. Um, by someone else who also had was like a victim of their affliction. Wow. So wild. Um, so in the end, let's get to the cult scene, right? Because yes. you already saw it coming. You first see it with, what's my girl? Liza? Lisa. Lisa, my bad. So Lisa is... Um, the she's mayor's will- daughter. Yeah, the mayor's daughter mm-hmm. who's wheelchair bound. Um, because, you know, she, like we talked about, she was paralyzed um, from being shot. And so after going to a lot of, you know, communions and different, you know, Bible studies... How it's perceived is she was praying and praying and praying and everybody's praying and praying and praying. And now she's able to walk again. Um, And they have this whole moment where I told you I'll put a peg in this about people not wanting to question miracles because they feel like they're blessed from God. So why question that? And one thing that made me hold my nose is I'm following Lisa's parents, the mayor and his wife. Because I do get it. Like, they, you know, they are not rich. They don't have money. Like, they are poor right now. Um, that's what they said. They was like, girl, we got this house, but also, like, we are on SNAP. Like, we get in benefits. We, you know, we're not poor, poor, but we also ain't rich. Like, we yeah, need some... down bad. We need, we need some government assistance. Um, and so they did not want to be... Also, they had bad and shaky and questionable interactions for a long time. Um, or maybe not the best interactions for a long time with um, with the medical people, like people like doctors and all that other fun things. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're probably like, you know, I don't really want to go interact with those things. Now, this is where it made me want to hold my nose. It was very selfish because it's a scene with Lisa's parents and um, Dr. Sarah, and she's like, hey, like I want to take some samples of your blood or some tests so we can help somebody else who may not, be able who in your situation and they're also looking for a way to get better and I just felt like it was really selfish um yeah. I was like I, I get how you kind of just like you know this is really overwhelming for us so I may not be in a space right now but it just felt real permanent and I was like mm. that's when when they got the end of the they got I was like well you deserve I also feel like because they're very devout um I feel like maybe uh Father Paul might have gotten a ear about it too like hey shut the fuck about this we're gonna keep it into this town we're not trying to tell a whole bunch of people we got all these miracles popping off and last night at midnight mass with my gold back on i came here the first day with this gold suit on i said it was an accident but it wasn't an accident it was special but china know but i knew it irony i'm back i got my outfit on and you everybody about to get blessed you you get a blessing you get a blessing everybody get a blessing line up Line up for line the blessings. Line up, everybody. Line up, line up, line up. Get your blessings. Yes, get your blessings. Free blessings. Um, and he's like, all you got to do is drink this cup. You already got some of the uh, blood Don't of the holy blood in your body. But we got to finish the transformation. You know, you're going to die first. You got to leave your earthly body and get your, your top tier body. I already did it because they'd already seen me die. Okay. And then my dog, oh my Sturge. Is going to have some. And when he takes it, he starts fucking coughing. And they're like, oh, no. They cut the camera to backstage behind the pews, behind the thing. Bev got all these motherfucking cups lined up. And you see, y'all already know what it is. They're all getting poisoned. Yeah. They're all getting poisoned because the whole town, because they've been increasingly coming to communions and drink taking communion and coming and just you know just drinking the wine and drinking the wine drinking the wine air quotes um they have all been slowly adjust ingesting vampire blood or 
vampire blood. I'm putting air quotes because maybe if they wouldn't be like angel. This is a vampire, y'all. This mm-hmm. is extreme vampire. They've all <laughs> been ingesting the blood. That's how Lisa's been able to walk. That's how everyone is, you know, they're aging backwards. And because of that, and now some, and this is where it gets really scary. You see how some people are like really die for this shit. And they drink that cup full of poison. And they know it's poison. They know it is. And they really just throw it back with no question. I'm just like, oh, hell no. And some of the other characters like, because they was with the shits. You know, they were like, yeah, miracles. Woo! But then when that poison start coming around and you seeing people foaming at the mouth, you're like, oh, wait a minute. What Whoa. the hell? Are- <laughs> Whoa. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I did not sign up for this. No, 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 no. All you heard was lock the doors. Whoa! <laughs> hold on, hold on. It's a it's a lockdown. Mm. Um and they lock the doors, they start turning and the people who drink it, it's literally a bloodbath. It's dinner time. Oh. They feast on everybody else. And pretty much the only people who slide the fuck out is the sheriff cuz his son definitely drinks it. He was heartbroken, bro. And then they was talking shit to him cuz he brought the gun in there and Mildred Let's talk about him for sh- a little bit. We did, okay. First of all, let me tell y'all something. Now, I do like him as a character, but here's the issue I have with him. His backstory? Yes. Mm-hmm. You come in here. I Was he in New York? He was somewhere. Yes. And he lived there, and he was in college when 9-11 happened because he's Muslim. And, you know, everybody is looking at him like you're a terrorist. And, you know, they're racially profiling him and shit and being xenophobic towards him, real fucked up. So he decides, oh, I'm going to be a police officer oh, and make Lord. a change from the inside. And I understand the thought process, but you cannot change a white supremacist organization from the inside. You cannot do that. Yep. That's not you. Not that's by not, they're not going to trust you all the way. As soon as you get too close or get too much of what they have, they're going to turn their backs on you. That's absolutely not how they're going to work with you because that's not how white supremacy works. Uh uh-uh. uh. You are brown. They're not fucking with you. I just need you to know that. That and you know, I feel like. A lot of times, people just be like, "Yeah, no, I'm gonna just try to." They count. I could. I'm gonna just show them. There's nothing you can show them. It don't matter if you put a suit on. It don't matter if you Superman. It don't matter if you say everybody in the world. It don't matter if you literally built the country on your back for free. They don't give a fuck. Okay, they just don't give a goddamn. You cannot do anything with these motherfuckers, and you are literally pushing the white supremacy by working for the law. So I don't really know. I don't really know. Question mark, question mark. And I'm sad that your wife died. That is really upsetting. But you moving to this boring ass island thinking you about to have a smooth fucking boring ass ride and then still getting mad when they treating you like, in your words, like Osama bin Laden. Well, what did you expect moving to this Catholic town where all these, no one else is brown? Is there, isn't there maybe one brown family outside of um, the mayor's wife and then um, Lisa? Yes. I'm like, there's not a lot of brown folks over here. So, you know, like like they don't have a lot of privilege on this island. They don't have a lot of exposure to people who are not white. They are all Catholic. You are Muslim. And then when we get to the end, Mm. Bev King said what she had been feeling her racist ass chest the whole time, called him a terrorist. I was like, shit, he has never done anything. He don't even carry a gun. And my thing is, shit, fuck all that. As soon as they would have treated you like motherfucker Osama Bin Laden, fuck that. It's you the law. I would be like, well, I'm going to just here do my, at minimum, do my fucking job. He tried to be the law, and they all wrestled his ass to the (laughs) ground. I said, oh, no, baby. Well, not in that situation. It was too late. Yeah, it was. Let me back up on, um, not going to get dig too deep, but I'm going to rewind the truck to the point of, like, people joining these organizations, these places, to try to, like, you know... I'm going to show them that I am not this. And I'm like, but no. No. When he said that, I just shook my head and was like, no, 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 no. And I think it wasn't NYPD. And I was just like, no, 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 no. Um, that whole story was sad. Like, tr- like watching um, the sheriff try to, like, loosen the reins a bit on his son and mm-hmm. dealing with racism and all those other unhorrific things. And then ultimately, like, losing his son to vampirism. Bruh. And his son immediately going, bitch, fuck all that. I'm about to, I'm Muslim now. I'm back, I'm not, I'm not anything that's not Muslim, bitch. This is where I'm at. No. Um, he and, said, no, this is not what I signed up for. I thought we was just, you know, praising the Lord. Y'all are eating people, bro. Yeah. I'm killing my friends. 
Um, y'all shot my daddy. Like, this is not, we're doing way too much. And now you got to eat fucking shit because you knew your daddy was right. And it's not because your dad was like, oh, he didn't want you to explore the Bible. He don't fuck with Beverly King. Anything where Beverly King is in leadership, you need to question. You need to question because she's questionable. Period. Period on that. Uh, We leave our township, our little (laughs) island of folk. They have all decided to burn all the buildings down under the leadership of Beverly. Because they are going on a hunt. Anybody who does not, who hasn't been going to communion, um, will have to take that up to the Lord. And anyone who has will be okay. A.K.A. if I come for your ass and you die, you're going to be fine because you've been drinking this vampire blood low-key, high-key, low-key. Mm-hmm. So you're going to come back, and it's going to be Gucci, like we just the island of vampires. But if you didn't, you're going to die forever. I mean, it's lit. It's not lit, but, you know, stay prayed up. Um, Fire because, and brimstone. Right, because there definitely is someone at the end who's really sad. He's like, you know, I killed my wife and kids, and they didn't come back because they didn't go. And he was, they were like, oh, well, you ain't been to church like that anyway, so you can't come in this tent. We got all kinds of beds, but not for you. And they try to walk him. I was like, maybe you can keep walking and go see the sunrise. I'm like, that is so terrible. But guess what, Beverly? You shot yourself in the foot. You fucked the whole town over with your greed and your and your misalignment and all kinds of fun words I'm throwing at people. It's just, it don't make no fucking sense. And they burn all the buildings down and now they're mad because they have no place to go. Mm. And guess what? All of you are vampires and the sun is rising. Mm. The sun is rising and you have no place to go. What you gonna do? Now, and they all know that Fallen Beverly was a fucking... Big mistake. Big mistake. Insert the picture right here. Big mistake. It was a poor choice. And then y'all thought y'all were going to leave that church or the rec center open. And that's where I said the sheriff and um, Aaron and got the gasoline in it. And Ali betrayed y'all. He was like, he seen all the shit y'all was doing. He said, I'm burning this shit. That's when all the vampires start pulling out their guilt, out their bags, out their pockets. Man, I think I killed. The little boy was like, I think I killed my mom, bro. Like, it just hit him. They was like, damn, I was having so much fun being a vampire. This shit is lit. Because also, the vampires were, the people were not supposed to be let out of the church. Yes. There was a plan in place. And it's always one motherfucker that says, fuck this plan. And does, it don't matter how many times you go over the plan. I guarantee you somebody gonna go rogue. And this time it was Beverly. Beverly looked Father in the face, Father Paul in the face, like, yeah, Father Paul just got shot in the head for real. So he's trying to, like, reheal, but also, like, I yeah. know. And she's like, yeah, I mean, fuck it, YOLO. We about to open these doors <laughs> up. YOLO. If you ain't down with that Jesus Christ shit, it's over, bro. Like, it's it's lit. And, and Father Paul's like, God? you don't love God? You tell me you don't love God? And that's how she was pulling up. Yes, yeah, she was. And, um, you know, Father Paul's back there like, oh, no, bitch, this not it. Um, but because she did not follow the appropriate um, protocols, you essentially let baby vamps, air mm-hmm. quotes, and some of these people are actual children, out into the wild without being like, you know, hey, let me help you ease your way into it. Let me show you what this vampire shit is like. Let me give you the speech. Let go through the tutorial yeah. with you. Give tutorial. you a little t-shirt. You know, a little pamphlet. You know, yeah, hotline in case you got some questions. Exactly. You know, give you a little bus pass. You know, something like (laughs) that. Okay. You know, you got a little lunch ticket. You know, (laughs) little drink ticket to go with a little cornbread. It's lit. You got everything. But no, Beverly just said, come on, y'all. Come on, we ain't got no... The budget was cut. She said, (laughs) cut the shit going on outside. And so they ran them up and they ran into their own demise. And now it is time for all of them to meet the sun and how they decide... To do so, they all go out in song. They're singing a hymn. Near my God. uh, Led by Riley's mom, who also sacrificed herself to uh, the way she read Beverly Child. She said, bitch, you're not a good person. And, you know, God does not love you more than he loves anybody else. And I don't understand why that pisses you off. Mm. You're not special, bitch. Pretty much. You you are normal. Yes. (laughs) That you should. Um... You're a normal bitch, okay? You're regular, bitch. That's mm. what she pretty much said to her. Mm. And Bev didn't want to hear that shit. And she was like, you're just stalling because... And she killed herself. And she stalled them because blood was more important. And she Period. I mean, she was going to become a vampire anyways because, you know, you definitely know her ass is in there drinking that community every week. Yes. She was in there praising the Lord. Not even upset with her, but that's what she was doing. Um, Devout. Yep. Yep. And so all of the town minus two people... 
met the son. The end. Yeah. And that was Midnight Mass. Yes. Except, uh, what's it for? Warren and, um, Lisa. Lisa. They on the boat. And because the blood wore off after a while, um, she, you can hear her go, oh, I can't feel my legs. Yep. And she's sad because yeah. it's over. Yeah. And that creature thing is probably not going to make it to shore because the sun is coming up. But I love how they left it real ambiguous, the end, because you don't see if it actually made it or not. So I'm going to go with horror film rules. Uh, it's still out there because mm-hmm. we didn't see it die on camera. Well, that's fair. As long as they don't make a sequel because we don't need one. Bev is a fucking racist bitch to the end. Yes. Uh, Bev sucks a whole lot. But yeah, this is I, I really enjoyed this. This is a good time. Yes. I like this very much. It's well written. Well, well, well written. Um, it looks good. And, you know, again, I like Salem's Lot. So it's really a good time. Pull up on this if you are using Netflix uh, at any point. Or for somebody's password. You know, just pull up. However you're using the platform, pull up. You can also pull up on us mm. at uh, Girl That's Scary on Twitter and the Gram. You can also pull up on us at www.girlthatscary.com. We also have a Patreon. That's www.patreon.com forward slash Girl, that's scary. We got free stuff on there. We got stuff on all the tiers. Any tier you can vote. That's where our monthly Patreon pick comes from. Mm -hmm. Um, So you can do all that. That's real cool. We out here. We out here. We doing stuff. And we also be on Clubhouse doing watch-alongs and stuff. Having the time of our lives. Yeah. And it's Pride. It's real crazy. Yes. Happy Pride. I love the And it's Pride. My I eyes got closed. kind of like, a little bit. I was, I like, was oh, fucking yeah. with it. Angelic Voicemen Angel. Oh my goodness. Voicemen Angel. Five stars to five star chicks. Yes. Thank you for everybody who rated us. That's thank you so cool. much, guys, for all of like just everything. Truly. Like, I'm not even going to cry, but I really be crying like all the time. Okay. Well, Kat does be crying all the time. What's a cry, but what's a cry, but? All right, well, until next time, y'all. Bye. Tell me why. Kathleen. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Dread Podcast Network.